good morning good afternoon and good evening welcome to the blooming girls podcast i am your host tony sani hey so i'm back on another episode with a guest again my one of my favorite people i mean i said that in the last episode but i keep like i like to emphasize it because i like her so much uh, i'm not even lying so um and she's one of the most beautiful girls ever ever I'm ever <laughs> ever i wish you guys could see her but hey you can't i i have to i get to look at the beauty by myself oh my at this God. moment pdr is just like mm. <laughs> i'm number one yeah. i'm the champion <laughs> i mean you understand that joke if you listen to the previous episode yeah so let me just first start asking so how are you doing today possible i'm good um i'm fine i'm happy i'm very 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 pregnant waiting yes. for my baby to drop yes. i'm actually waiting to receive if she comes right now already yes we are yeah we have scissors we have knives <laughs> yeah exactly we have fire to we have towels yes. yes exactly but it's like push 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 and the, the couch is big enough exactly exactly yeah. so i'm actually ready girl if you're ready to come now i'm ready to receive you mm-hmm. and she can now you can now call her tony because exactly. i received her tony glory <laughs> you guys adopt me that sounds so nice yes, <laughs> okay so how do you feel okay i'm even going ahead of my yeah i'm going ahead of myself so first of all because i'm so excited i'd like to introduce you properly oh. yes you know i didn't even do that <laughs> so my guest today is pastor adebora i cannot remove the honor mm. from your name i mm. cannot remove the woman of god that she is mm. um pastor adebora is with us today and um we're talking about navigating life in your 20s because i find that a lot of people want to sort of understand a lot of you are in your 20s either you're just entering or in your mid-20s or you're about to leave the 20s group like ah pastor burrow we're about to <laughs> we're so old. i know i know right but hey yeah this is awesome so basically um i'm talking to someone who i feel like is she's very wise and um thank you I feel like she's going to help us with this topic and you're going to learn a lot from this. So, mm. hey, navigating life in your 20s. So, how do you feel like life, like your life has changed over the last 20-something years? I think, obviously, um, I've become more mature. I've become more aware of the realities of life. Um, I've become wiser. I've known, I now know how to navigate relationships better. Um, I now know how to manage my expectations more. Yeah, like it's just growing up. The 20s have offered me an opportunity to see life through a more adult lens. This is the most adult I've been. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I think I really appreciate my 20s. I've been hurt. I've cried. I've laughed. I I feel like I've understood the meaning of life even better. I know it, it will get better or it will get clearer as i go on but i've also particularly in this in this um 20s become closer to god mm. i've always like had a relationship with god <clears throat> but in my 20s i think it just developed and it became something more um more i knew what i was doing i wasn't just doing something i like more intelligent i guess so yeah that has that has been my life over the last 20 something years that's really good and whilst you were talking i just randomly remembered i I mentioned this in a previous episode can you believe so i had this girl in my secondary school who said that her plan for life is basically she was going to be a baddie her whole life until she was 50 
and when she turns 50 she'll give her life to christ wow and then start being a good person what first of all is the audacity to think you you would live up to 50 i didn't even think about that because one day you're just in the middle of club turn down just strike Jesus was a wait wait yeah she's so funny it was so sad yes she articulated it and it sounds ridiculous but i think a lot of people think like that they're like you know what i will spend my 20s doing what yeah and then i'll get serious yeah but like i think it's actually a good way to think about it like what if you actually die or like Mm. what if because you do not know when that day would come like obviously we do not pray for it for anybody Mm -hmm. but it happens so like only people who die at whatever age they're not any less like I don't know, loved or exactly. less, not better there's no, than you. The difference between, there's no difference between all of us. Yeah. So I think that putting it into perspective, but like, I know it's grim, <laughs> very grim. Yes, but at the end of the day, it is a good perspective to have because I think about how, okay, Jesus is coming soon, right? Mm-hmm. And you think about what if we don't even have enough time? Mm-hmm. So what are you doing? So when he now comes, you hear the trumpet. When will you now, st- where will you start running to? Yeah. And also, let's say, you even get a call from an angel and tells you i have inside jesus i just left a meeting yeah. with um the with holy spirit and actually jesus is coming like when you are 100 it's still a foolish thing to do because you don't you don't that means you don't see yourself you don't see time as something that is a resource so you think that if i just start living my life like you don't think that your 20s or even your teens are useful useful exactly i'm wasting it and you don't see it as part of your life yeah yeah Yeah. because i think the lens on enjoyment is just so Mm. it's just so weird because when you look at it when you are saying okay i'm i'm drinking i'm partying what the alcohol they are drinking is destroying your liver absolutely the smoking they are smoking is destroying your lungs Mm -hmm. so the joy that you have but you might not even see 50 because your lungs might have collapsed by then so what was the joy like what what was it for because mm-hmm. even when you think about being hungover, for example, like, mm-hmm. for example, when I was in the world, like I said, I would be hungover for two days. Mm. So I wasn't even the normal person who would be hungover for one day. Two days. And for two days, I would be miserable. So I had to think that, what is the enjoyment of this? Because even then, even when you are, you've just drank, mm-hmm. the whole room is spinning. Mm-hmm. You, I used to have terrible anxiety because I just felt like, am I just going to die mm-hmm. right now? But like, so I'm like, what was the point? I know people obviously might not be anxious and some people take it as joy and it gives them courage or whatever. But at the end of the day, you are actively destroying your body. Yes. So is the enjoyment really worth it? I know some people say, even though, even though, no, it's not, it's not, it's not worth it. When you didn't go for me to get your surgery, mm-hmm. you realize it wasn't worth it at the end. So yeah, another grim thing, but I think we need to be grim sometimes. Yeah. Especially to this 20 something like us. Yes. <laughs> so, do you feel like social media has amplified? Oh, sorry. So, let's talk about the the pressures of being in your 20s. What do you feel like are the most common pressures right now mm-hmm. based on things that you see and people you talk to mm-hmm. in your 20s? Yes. So, I think that there's a huge financial pressure, which is crazy. Um, I think people get into their 20s, 21, 23, and I've spoken to them and they're just like, oh, I'm so broke. Um, I'm, 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 I'm earning, you know, like I was talking to 
someone she i don't know she randomly walked up walked up to me and that was the last day i spoke with her it was also the first day um and she she's really young maybe 23 or 24 or something and she was she needed help because she was you know dating a married man or dating married men and How i was, was she again yeah maybe 23 or something dating married men yeah so i i was i was like oh i, I felt bad because she told me also that she was the breadwinner so i was like oh that's so sad you know <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so sad you know yeah. we need to find a solution because this has to stop first of all like yeah. the, the sleeping with married men has to stop yeah. but i understand so it's like why is that your target audience like i'm starting like a breadwinner again i don't come from a place of judgment but yeah. why are you why, why are you going for them yeah exactly mm-hmm. even if you want to go and meet old men like they are single yeah, old men exactly anyway and you can even just work for them like Anyway, you get um that's another topic. Maybe you should address it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was talking let's just dive divert for a mm-hmm. bit. Because I was talking to someone who was telling me about how he has this friend who is now actively dating this married man and he is just like, Why would she do this? Because she sees it as something of a challenge. So she sees so the guy is trying to actively resist her, but she's chasing after him and she's winning every time and she sees it as like she's feeling herself. It's like that loss to be desired, yeah. right? But for me, I'm like somebody like that does not understand that there are spirits operating mm-hmm. inside her there is something inside her that is it's drawing her to this yeah, person yeah. but we don't see it that way so when you put yourself and say huge consequences for what you're doing exactly mm-hmm. so when you say oh i'm the breadwinner and you're saying that as an excuse you, yeah. you it, it's adultery that's not even, yeah that's not even where i was going and then <laughs> yeah. i was like okay you know what we need to find a practical solution because i don't like to give advice and just say stop it and go yeah, exactly. so like what are you going to do now that you say you need an extra what like yeah. 30k per month or whatever and then i'm like you need to get a job and she's like oh i have a job, <laughs> job? <laughs> no she like she has a nine to five that pays okay, her so this is just like uh what did they call that say multiple streams of- <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was like okay so but like who told you that and, and i asked her to list her spendings and I started to realize that with the job that she had, the nine to five that she had, she could actually live a good life and take care of her family. But just that maybe she has seen people her age that are able to, for instance, one of her biggest money guzzlers was um, bolts. But she had the opportunity to go free with her neighbor to the same place. And she was just like, oh, no, I can't. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, Maybe there's that pressure as well, like, oh, girls my age, we just ride boat. Like, boat is a normal thing. But it, it shouldn't be a normal thing to you if you can't afford it. Anyway, mm. there's financial pressure. So that's one of the pressures that I've noticed is that a lot of people in their early 20s or even mid-20s, you just feel like you, ha- you have to be earning a certain amount of money. There's also relationship pressure, mm. right? Like God when. God when. <laughs> and you're saying God when, I'm like, wait, you... um you can be doing other things in your life like it's not it's not that so it's so bad that it gets people into situationships you make hasty decisions just because there's that pressure that you have to get married and it's interesting because we are supposed to be the enlightened generation i mean the current 20s and when in the in the past there were um there was a lot of pressure on people to get married yeah. and you looked at that and you were like ew that's so village difference yeah but you're doing it now like <laughs> they're more tech in everywhere they're more tech, tech version exactly so i think there's also that um yeah so maybe just there's also career pressure yeah. i think there's a pressure to figure out your life completely to the t mm. at this age yeah there's that yeah 
because as you spoke i just realized that when you think about our parents right mm. they got married really early mm-hmm. and even the generation prior to that they were getting married in their early 20s they did not know what they were doing mm-hmm. like they tell us stories about how you know they were doing this and they were tracking from here like most of us as children we just got what we could like yes we weren't wearing gucci i mean people who are rich or whatever they did that but like we were just living by our means and mm-hmm. it was fine mm-hmm. but now you don't want to marry a girl or a guy doesn't want to commit to you or you don't want to commit to the girl or the girl doesn't want to commit to the guy because she doesn't have like i saw one silly video of the girl saying before you get married as a woman you should have 10 million naira in your account i was like first of all that's really shallow because how much is 10 million in dollars let's start from there like if you really want to have money go and have money What's 10 million? Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was just about to say, I've never seen 10 million in my life. I've never... <laughs> Sorry. I, I haven't seen that once as well, but I'm just like, if you're going to set standards, make it yeah. high. Oh, wow. <laughs> She's saying you guys are actually low standards. Yeah. Your standards are really low. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, like, I do think that these things are very... They are very silly, but at the end of the day, it's also matching with somebody who, in the relationship context, you have the responsibility to choose somebody who has sense. Mm. So when it comes to your standards or when it comes to, okay, you don't believe this is, um, like, what am I trying to say? The person is to match you. So if you think that, okay, I need to have this in my account, um, you should not go and meet somebody who does not have that in their account mm-hmm. and then you're pressuring them to have that in their account. Right. You've agreed to them, but now you're giving the guy a headache to go and do fraud. It's like, leave leave the person. Like, yeah. And uh, this is so vice versa. Your, go and find your... Yeah, just find your... If you choose to pressure yourself, then... That's but yeah, you. that's on you. But you shouldn't. You shouldn't pressure <clears throat> yourself. Mm-hmm. Then, do you feel like social media has amplified the pressure? Yeah, I think so, actually. Hashtag Bella and I <laughs> I think I think I think about it in two ways. The first way is that yes, social media has amplified the pressure. Um, we have more access to people's lives or the or the things that people show us mm-hmm. right now. So there's an information overload. You're seeing, I mean, there's LinkedIn, for instance, and you're seeing the person that was in uni with you, just like I just I just want to congratulate myself. <laughs> Oh, I haven't just completed ten masters in two days. <laughs> like, what is happening? This is actually the worst. It's from like, like everybody's just bragging. Yes. yes. If you have low self-esteem, don't go to LinkedIn. Avoid LinkedIn. <laughs> right. So, like, there's LinkedIn where everybody's doing, and they're doing it because I mean, it's part of they're trying to get. I don't know what it's whatever is. <laughs> I think it's quite cringe. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so in case you have done it, sorry. I, I, I know you. I mean, people listening. Okay. But in case you have to, sorry. Yeah. Like, I feel like you, you kind of have to. I don't know. PDR has made me say, go and post everything on LinkedIn when you do something yeah. in your career. Post it because yeah. you get opportunities from there as well. So yeah. think about it. They are hustling as well. They're trying yeah. to just basically service, you know, their career relationships and, and their ego and their ego many times <laughs> yeah. as well yeah. so um so there's linkedin that is a social media p- platform and when you go on there you feel more pressure about your career if yeah. you are if you don't watch it mm-hmm. there is instagram as well where people post oh um we are just we just started dating you're my former classmates but we go on staycations in different parts of the world and you're just like hey, hey, hey not me dating someone who is earning 20k <laughs> you're pressurizing the boy you get so yeah there's access to all that information but i also think that we can't put the 
blame on social media social media is just a platform right it's the same social media where people go and they see opportunities where people go and they learn to avoid pressure where people go and they see things that they're like oh this is i mean people may see that same thing and not feel pressure right they consume the same thing maybe and they're inspired or something else so i think it's also about what is inside people what is inside those of us that are in in our 20s as well when we um many of us haven't built enough strength or stamina or mental fortitude or even knowing yourself very well like you don't know who you are such that anything you see is just pulling you in different ways and that's what that's the pressure you feel so you're pulled here maybe i should go and do this maybe i should do that maybe i should should do this so yeah social media contributes or amplifies but i think that it can be like you can control it and worst case scenario delete the app avoid the accounts like do what you need to do not to be not to be pressured yeah this is actually so good and this is one of the reasons why i really like pastor bora because she's such a well of wisdom because what she said even me like i've never actually seen it from that angle to say that social media is not the problem because we are so quick to put the problem on social media and say okay it is social media's fault but at the end of the day it's actually what is within us Mm. because some people can look at that like you said and do like oh good for them Mm. and i'm so thankful for them so as opposed to some other people who have been like ah god how Mm. why them why not me oh my god i'm going to do this my life is a failure Mm. i'm just you know my my worst set of people i'm not i'm not a hater but like i just bought my house at 23 i just signed a (laughs) five a six figure deal at 22 my business just scored 20 million i'm just like I get it, but I, I don't really. What, what is their reason? Their reason is I don't know what their reason is. Actually, to show off, they're proud. <laughs> I mean, obviously that's not the case for everyone, but I think that that also puts pressure because you look at your friend who you went to. Let's say you're still in Nigeria, right? Mm-hmm. You haven't got the Japa bug, and then your friend who has gone to Canada has bought their first car bought their first car exactly and you're just like wow and they start calculating how much in there will i invite go and buy a house don't do it don't do it (laughs) and then now you believe your life is sad yes oh you now believe oh i must go to that Canada. meanwhile you're not even supposed to go yes and you go now i remember somebody was saying lizard in nigeria is a lizard So, I mean, if you're a lizard, obviously, I know a lizard in Jesus' name, but yeah. you get the point. You need to be where God has destined you to be, right? And <laughs> go with the wind. Um, so, what has been your memorable moment, your most memorable moment to date? Okay, so that's a tough question because I've had many memorable moments. But I think, the fir- I would say the first moment that came to my mind as you asked the question, um, I think maybe on my flights, from Abuja to Lagos to go for my wedding. So I know that's, that even sounds... That sounds weird. I went to my wedding, like, the night before my wedding. I got to Lagos by, like, 11 p.m. And my wedding People was... like, wedding! Yeah. <laughs> but on that flight, I was really thinking. I was just, like... It was very... It was a profound moment for me mm-hmm. because it was so tangible. I was like, I am on, me, I am on a plane. Arrangements are being made right now for something called my wedding. Yeah what am i doing <laughs> right like this is a big decision so that was one of the biggest decisions that i have made in my 20s yeah. and it was very memorable for me yeah. yeah this is actually so interesting and i really enjoy speaking with you because 
it gives a different like it just makes me feel like i'm not the only one right. because i think about, people think that okay because on social media now when it's time to go down the altar you see the guy is weeping and it's like yes if he doesn't cry for me but you don't know that people are actually thinking mm-hmm. like i walk down the aisle and you're just like i am about uh, yeah. like i remember when i was saying my vows i was just like with my head i said hey <laughs> this is happening for real like and it's not a yeah. thing of you're doubting and you're the wrong person but you're just like like I, even when i recently changed my name on my passport like i was like they gave me back the new passport and i was like this is my new this name. is my new name my identity is stolen from me <laughs> i mean i'm joking exaggerating but you know there's a, there's a lot of um, lifestyle changes that you are adapting and just like wow like is this really happening it doesn't and i'm also saying this to say that these are normal so you don't have to think that because you are questioning it there must be a problem Absolutely. because sometimes you feel like because we're asking questions it must mean that there must there's an issue mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. because i feel this way maybe this person is not supposed to be with mm-hmm. me and then that's how you not end up losing the love of your life because yeah, you were thinking too much yeah, yeah. self-sabotage so mm-hmm. yeah it's very very normal so on the topic of women and marriage which you just entered mm-hmm. um and women married and family so you know how the society makes it seem like obviously once you get married your life is technically like semi over mm. um and it's so i feel like it's so hypocritical because a lot of people who say these things they do desire marriage but like because they've not found it yet they conspire and they connive okay. like when it was trending you know this genie may I'm sure. Okay, no. so there's this lady who was talking about American lady, Asian American lady, who was always like, "Ah, she doesn't want kids." This is, and there was a whole thing. People are rallying around her saying she doesn't want kids. She was married, and I think she divorced her husband. I'm not sure about this information. She got divorced, and I think the guy wanted kids with her. She didn't want kids, mm-hmm. so they eventually led to a divorce. Now she met somebody else, mm-hmm. and then gets pregnant and this pregnancy is trending obviously she did the shoots it's trending but in my head i'm like if you had followed this woman (laughs) and he said me never now she has left you it's like beyonce all my single ladies i'm single. she's not a single lady (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile people are championing this matter so i feel like a lot of times we are very misled by other people's opinions Mm -hmm. like people are telling us okay um, and I really enjoy when couples like us talk about, you know, we've been married. And I mean, couple, people like us in couple, we're not couples in Jesus' name. <laughs> <laughs> we are friends yeah. in relationships. Now we have to specify. Well, basically, people, you know, young people relationship is important for us to end because a lot of people um, see it as bondage and they say, mm. I need to enjoy myself. Like somebody was doing a live about how, okay, she wants to have kids. She's been married for three years and mm-hmm. she's thinking about having kids. And people are like, oh no, travel the world. Kids will change your life. And they make it seem as though once you make these decisions, it's your life for you. But it's not. So what do you t- tell us about that? First of all, I would say that if you see it, if you go into marriage thinking it's going to be a bondage, it probably will be. Mm. So that mindset, mindset is such an important thing in life. Like whatever mindset you have about anything is probably what you would experience. So first of all, I'll just tell you, demolish that mindset. Like Lady T said, if you got that mindset from someone's opinion, remember that that person is an individual, a human being, someone that can make mistakes even in their thoughts and in their, no matter how thought leadership they are they can be wrong so that's abolish it number two is that as a christian marriage not even as a human being marriage was created by god Mm -hmm. so that means it's a good thing 
So if God created something, it's a good thing. So marriage was created by God is a good thing. And we don't see anywhere in the Bible, although I know that this is another conversation, but we don't see anywhere in the Bible where God hates women. Mm. Like God doesn't hate women. So he wouldn't create marriage and say it's going to be a man and a woman and the woman is going to be in bondage forever. So start with that premise. Start with knowing that this thing I'm entering is a good thing, number one, and there's good for me in it. And number three is that I would say really, truly, the reason why people feel like um, their lives will be over is because they've seen examples. So I don't even want to dismiss that. Maybe mm. your mother was the star girl. Wow. Yeah. And then she got married. And in your opinion, she's in bondage. Yes. Again, I was sacrifice mm-hmm, sacrifices mm-hmm. for yeah. our family and our children. Yeah. And you're just like, this can never be my life in Jesus name. Yeah. I would say two things. One is that you may think somebody is in bondage and someone has lost their mm. identity and their life, but they are so satisfied yeah. and fulfilled. Like, you just probably need to speak to them. So, for instance, because of, like we spoke about in the last podcast, because of my priority list, because my child comes before my career and I've made peace with that. If, <clears throat> for some reason, I couldn't take an opportunity because i had to be there for my child or be there for my husband and we had to decide things as a family i would look back on my life and be like this was a successful life Mm. but you may be on the outside saying oh my god she could have been in you know singapore being the minister of whatever and i'm like that's little compared to how i value this so that's another thing to like don't don't look at someone's life from the outside and and say women are always in bondage because people have different values and different priorities and the second thing i'll say is even if truly you speak to someone and they're like men don't do it don't get married because men just like society men whatever whatever just hold you down you don't have to have that experience there are people who are having great marriages like both of us right and it's we are married to human beings men as well and we're not so now how do you get that i would say that it starts with your choice i see marriage as Mm. partnership And I decided to find somebody who sees marriage as partnership yes. too. So yeah. you can't say that you don't want to be in bondage in your marriage. You now marry somebody that is now the chief bondage <laughs> master. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why, again, going back to you, what you said about pressure, yeah. don't be under pressure to quickly make a decision yeah. and enter a relationship and enter marriage. Know what you want. And ask questions. Ask important oh questions. Ask questions. Again, these questions may lead to, you know, difficult conversations, yeah. but they should they be hard. It's better yeah. to be hard before the marriage than when you get in. You're not like, oh, I, I didn't know that you wouldn't want me to walk. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, di- I didn't yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. So have your fault. That's your fault because you did not ask. <laughs> yeah. So marry someone who is honest, who is truthful, so yeah. that, you know, and to marry someone who is honest, who is truthful, you marry christian boy that takes jesus seriously Uh discernment (laughs) exactly and both of you should should have honest conversations about about life so you can discuss like these are the dreams i have these are the goals and i have as well um but at the end of the day with all your dreams and your goals and i think this goes for both of you in the marriage is that you need to have prior you need to have priorities you can't be you can't be you can't be uh how do i couch this you cannot i don't know how to explain it's like somebody wants to be there's some dreams that i don't want to say there's some dreams that are that that unrealistic yeah like unrealistic so you want to maybe let's say you have a dream to be you have to be idealistic is it idealistic no idealistic is not the word 
yeah, ideal I, is I, ideal is when you have realistic. the positive, realistic. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. So you maybe before you got married, you were like, oh, you know what? I want to be the um, president of I don't know X Y Z. Um, if you're getting married, you have to understand that marriage also comes with compromises. Yes. But those compromises are supposed to be worth it. Again, yeah. choose somebody with whom your compromises will be worth Wow, that's it. actually so good. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So it doesn't seem like such a big... It's a sacrifice that is worth it. Yes. You're doing it with joy. Yes, yeah. exactly. So that's very important. That's what I would say about that. For me, oh, let me say my own. And I'm not, I'm not saying it because, you know, I'm on this podcast or whatever. My own life... I've, has gotten much better because I got married. Like, wow. not since I got married. Because... Yes, because I got married, because I partnered up with someone who we just um, complimented each other. I'm, I have a lot of ideas, but sometimes I'm not, like, bold enough to just do it or whatever. And sharing my dreams with him when we were dating, just, you know, he would just be like, so why have you not started? You need to do it. I know that the signs you're looking for, yes. right? Someone who would nod you in yes. direction of not this say, oh no, you don't need to do this. Exactly. Except that's the kind of person that you are. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people they don't want to do anything. Complain that you are in bonds. <laughs> exactly. If you don't want to do anything, that's just fine. Hell, fine. Just be you getting just to find your person. Find your exactly. person and partner up with exactly. them. So that's that's what I would say about yeah, that. Yeah, I think that is so key. Like, and I think it, the emphasis is important because you cannot. Be, like I saw some Twitter. I mean, this is a bit um, far, but it's the same concept. So he's saying that oh, that you if people should stop saying that if you meet a girl that dresses um funny like mm-hmm. a party girl Indecent. indecently and when she enters the relationship she should now stop like so he's trying to say that she should know that she should stop but everybody's saying that's how you met her like it does not make sense for you to assume somebody will change there's nothing special about you that will make the person change so this i will change them or when you assume that they should know or they should know that once they get married stop cheating or once they get married they should be realistic or when they get married they should know how to be a parent naji there's no and it's not their fault it's actually we need to start taking responsibility for our choices mm. you need you could have asked the question and it's okay if you didn't ask the question but it's also you hopefully you married somebody who is teachable as well yes. so that it's like so okay important. even if okay we didn't we missed out on this we didn't ask the question but the person's willing to say okay fine we didn't talk about this this is what you want we came in with separate expectations how can we find compromise absolutely but some other people they'd be like nope it's not happening. Mm-hmm. This, 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 this. Like there was, there was some person that I like. I we saw the other day, and this person is out talking about how he's out every Friday night somewhere. He has a kid and a wife, mm. and I was actually so. I mean, I, I mean, I, again, I I was confused, but I don't want to say further than that because I don't know how the wife feels. Maybe she's comfortable with it, but in my head, I'm like, how. Like, I know that, okay, you can go do sports or whatever, or you can say, okay, going to the gym. But, like, every Friday night, <laughs> you are at a place where you're probably drinking alcohol and you're probably just, like, lounging with the boys. Meanwhile, this wife has gone to work. And so these are the things you should ask about. Like, so what do you think? And that's why that kind of person, funny enough, the wife actually posted something talking about um, how she posted um, women lose in marriage Jesus. she actually did that post i was shocked that she did the post because i was like girl we can see this <laughs> um <laughs> but she did the post but in my head i'm like 
so there was there's definitely a disagreement there because for you to have that perspective it means that she feels and these are the issues mm. so these are the people who will say oh like don't marry your because it feels like she is the one who is doing all the because you will feel like that like i'm the person who has gone to work now i'm the person mm. who cannot go out and have fun but you have the luxury of going out to have fun and spend friday night out with the guys like what mm. i mean it's okay if you have the agreement and it's like yes but not that you will just every i mean maybe they have the agreement maybe she she goes every saturday maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe saturday nights yeah, are as long now. as you, you you're not feeling like you're in bonds i guess actually, that's, that's actually a very nice perspective mm-hmm. so again everything is really perspective i'm managing your own relationship mm-hmm. if it's that okay his night's friday oh. mm. Or my moment is okay. Maybe I go to the gym in the morning because that's that's for me. Mm-hmm. I go to the gym in the morning. He goes to basketball in the evening. Okay, right. So we we're able to manage it that mm-hmm. way. So nobody necessarily feels like, like oh my that. god, I just have to sit at home. Yes, right. So it's it's just an understanding. Mm-hmm. It's both fitness. We both understand. So if it's okay, you jai on Friday. Me I jai on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So again, it's just understanding perspective. So you don't feel like bondage. Um, how do you focus? okay so did you ever worry so whilst you were on the plane for example mm-hmm. did you ever think about maybe you wouldn't have a good life so based on all these things like did you ever feel like this perspective did this um culture thing actually ever bother you yes absolutely and that's why i think like what we consume is so important because i had had all my conversations i knew i was with a solid person but yet there was still that voices like hey <laughs> <laughs> voice of the feminist <laughs> let me say it out loud <laughs> but like there's that voice is like does every is hey are you sure, are you sure? Hmm. Yeah. you're going to this thing now and you know I, so there were those warnings in my head but i think i was i was more able to silence them because i was really sure about who i was you know getting married so i like not sure about what he would do. and i like that you mentioned that there are some things you wouldn't talk about as much as you talk about everything there's some things you might not end up talking about yeah, but true. i was sure yeah. that at least the character of the person i was talking to first he was teachable like he yeah. listened to my opinion about stuff yeah. and he listened to god so i'm like last last we'll both go to god and he was not a selfish person he was not all about like myself 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 so i was like you know what whatever it will be we'll handle, we'll handle it, it. Yeah, so yeah yeah, yeah. And I think that's such a key thing with partners. I know we're dropping relationship advice here, but it is such a key thing to marry somebody who is teachable. Like, I feel like if you have somebody who is teachable, he might not be perfect, mm-hmm. but like half of the work is done. Yeah. Because he will actually listen to what you have to say mm-hmm. and like everything is on the table. Yeah. It's like, I remember then we'll talk about, okay, let's want to talk about baby names, for example. I'm talking about, okay, we'll put this name on the table. So we have this hypothetical name, mm-hmm. table, mm-hmm. that we put things, things on. on. So that, like, it's, it's a topic for discussion. But not everybody has that luxury, yeah. right? Because you marry somebody and the person's like, ah, what I say goes. Mm-hmm. I'm the man. Mm-hmm. And I, but you, you chose this person for whatever reason, whether it's selfish, cultural, whatever, you chose the person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So how do you focus on... How do you focus on putting God in the equation? Or when did you decide it was time to put God in the equation in your 20s generally, not just marriage? Oh, okay. So, um, I think when I decided, I don't know when I decided, to be honest, but I know that it just became more expedient as I went on in my 20s. Like, the more I went through life, I realized I needed something greater than myself Mm. to be able to navigate life. 
um i needed a wisdom that was higher because yeah. now i needed to make more important decisions not just about marriage like you said but about my friendships about my career there's just a lot of decisions that were coming and i was no longer a baby like i didn't have i wasn't always home i was i could tell that i was entering this adulthood phase and with that just came like okay you are going to have all these responsibilities where are you getting your wisdom from so i think that was really my biggest trigger i just was like i need something higher than myself and how did i you know like end up or how did i put god in the equation i don't i don't also know if i was doing it intentionally but i think joining a really good church helped me mm-hmm. and to have people who could explain you know wisdom the wisdom of god about er- areas of my life and explain from the bible was also really helpful mm-hmm. um also having friends that you know where that that knew god and wanted to know god more was also really helpful as well so god was in the equation because of my relationship with him is grew but my relationship with him grew because of the communities i put myself in so i put myself in a church community with my friends um yeah so that was that was really what i did to put god in the equation of my life that is actually so good because i know that i also find that a lot of people especially younger people because some of them are surrounded in world in the world where majority of them are like most people want to party and it's like there's always that one person that wants to stand up but you don't know how because mm. most of their friends are in that zone so mm-hmm. sometimes it means either leaving that group and finding a new group but you don't have a new group yeah so it's just i think i do think that when you pray about it Mm-hmm. God can actually find you a new group. Yes. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I recently, I mean, I knew this, but I think recently again, I'm just like, wow, God is actually interested in things that you think they're mundane. As long as it helps you to be a better person, a closer person to him and all that. So if you pray about something like this, it sounds very much like something that a prayer that God loves mm. and he would, you would get an answer. You, he would help you. Okay. He's very, he's an expert at orchestrating supernatural relationships. Wow. So you can pray about it and it will happen. That's so, so, so good. So what would you advise any young girl in her 20s anxious about making it in life? So this same big issue that we're talking about, everybody's trying to make it, everybody's trying to... And then with females, like, our, our, our challenges are very multifaceted. Mm-hmm. So it's either you're trying to make it career-wise or you're trying to make it marriage-wise. Mm. I don't know. I think the pressure with marriage is more on females, yeah. I think. But, like, you're trying... Because you can have the career, but the moment that the marriage is not there, majority of us still feel incomplete. Mm so how do you what would you advise any young girl um you know anxious about finances marriage the whole shebang okay so i would say that um so i would say that um first of all the bible says that do not be anxious about anything but um in everything with prayer and supplication let your request be made known unto god that would be my first advice because the bible says it and the bible is a book of wisdom and it's a book from god so really don't be anxious about it i know it's very easy to just be like okay why would i say don't be anxious about it but that's what the bible says so that's why i will start with do not be anxious about it pray about it like we just said pray god I don't know what my life is going to look like. I feel so much pressure around so many things about my finances, about my career. I don't know if I'll ever make it. I feel like I have so much potential, but I don't think I'll ever actualize it. I'm scared that if I get married, let me give you an example, right? Before I met my husband, I was, I think I was anxious. I was scared. I think that would be the word about marriage um, because I just felt like 
this thing is, is giving trial and error and i don't have the time <laughs> like i will now date somebody they will now realize after two years that they have one coin coin i will now start again i like i'm absolutely every time i think about the fact that i've left that dating period i'm just like thank you jesus <laughs> but this phase actually so come on what you're saying Mm. I think there are lots of people currently in this phase where they're just like, I don't want it. Like, you know, you see Both the memes. Me. We're like, I already have a PDF from my talking stage. <laughs> I send it to you, you read it, you Turn tell me. <laughs> are you judgment or not? So yeah, I guess that. And I was just like, oh, you know what, God? And one day I was praying, and that's another thing. That's why I said what the bible says about with prayer and supplication thanksgiving let your request be known, made known unto god i was praying but i wasn't praying about marriage i was praying about like something else and god was like oh you know what let's talk about this marriage decision i was like no you know i just want to do your will he's like nah you are being on dishonest and you know he said you are trying you're saying you're, you don't want to get married because you're you're doing it from a place of fear you think that you can't get the person or a good person to get married to and then he basically talked to me about how he can help you with this help me with this decision if only i allow him and he's the creator of all men and all women so he knows people even better right so um just allow god help you to be honest put it in his hands and take take away fear from your life don't be anxious about it if your anxiety is coming from a place of pressure as well where you are seeing other people's lives and it's really really putting pressure on you then cut out all those things while you work on your mind cut them off like cut off the linkedin cut off the instagram you don't have to be yeah you don't have to be there right prioritize your sanity prioritize you know i don't know self-esteem and all of that and while you're doing that you can't always cut off things forever so work on your mind work on the fact that the fact that people look like they're having a good life doesn't mean that i'm having a bad life and i have to do something about it right now so that's why that's why i would advise any young girl in her 20s anxious about making it you will make it don't worry you will actually make down. it just no, calm down exactly and all the forcing just made you lose sight of maybe some important yeah, things in your life time. wasting time yeah. wasting yeah, emotion guys. exactly and anxiety is a terrible it's like it's, the, it's not a good lens to see life because you just be it blinds you you're going to make poor decisions if you're anxious Thank you very much, Pastor Bora. That was so good. So let's talk now. So we're rounding up. So we're going to be talking about friendships. So just go into finalize with friendships in your 20s. So how do you feel like your friendship dynamics have changed over the years? So I don't... <laughs> the, the problem with this question is that I've had like... I, I, I've not had a lot of deep friendships. Mm. Yeah. So I have a lot of like I love a lot of people. A lot of people love me. I'm just like, hey, hi, whatever, whatever. Um, but but I think over the years I've desired deeper friendships. Over the years I've desired more lifelong friendships, more lifelong um, relationships. And I think also sadly over the years I've realized that friendships with because I used to have this thought before that friendship with female female people i'm just like mm, count me out but yeah i'm just like count me out but when you get married you realize oh my god i need my girls <laughs> because am i going to go and be friends with some guy best friends with some guys so i think i've desired more female friendships i've appreciated people more and i've learned to 
love my friends in different seasons of their lives and understand them better mm. as well i think that understanding different seasons is actually something so key because i was thinking about how um um like similar to the marriage thing and how we're talking about how um like how you guys have loved each other and if you don't know what i'm talking about in a a, in a previous episode and we're talking about how you navigate life through different seasons i know people would say okay fine your marriage is passing you can't leave but even with your friendships if you value the friendship enough you know how to manage the times and seasons because people go through highs people go through lows and i'm one of those people for example who which i think you have an idea of if i'm going through something i will literally just go into my shell i think you're similar as well Mm -hmm. you just go into your shell so but we don't if somebody does not understand us if you don't they will just think that we're ignoring them and this phase has passed and sometimes you have those situations with your friends where you're just like what you now talk about maybe there's a big gap and then maybe you guys just fall out and then you somehow have a conversation it's like oh i thought you were doing this by doing this but there's just an intentionality i think with your 20s and just being able to just actually if you value this person you will take it serious enough to go through the times and seasons with them them. yeah i just wanted to add that because i had a situation i was talking to someone yesterday and she was talking about how you know she has sort of drifted from this friend because she feels like this friend um you know she was calling this friend friend wasn't picking up but i think the friend was going through something something. so she just went to her show because if you were talking to me trying to talk to me if when i was going through something i would ignore you like and it's not because i don't want to talk to you i mean it is because i don't want to talk to you but yeah but it's not because oh get away you i don't want to talk to you it's like i'm just going through something right now and it has nothing to do with you it's literally not you it's me this is how I process things, right? And I think you can relate to that. Absolutely. Yeah, so you have to just decide how important the friendship is. Um, so how easy or hard do you think it is to maintain relationships and friendships in this stage? So we're now currently in our mid... Upper mid... <laughs> upper mid... <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> upper mid quarter to 30. Wow. <laughs> Oh, we're close to our 30. So how do you feel like, um, how easy or, or hard is it to maintain friendships at this stage? I think it depends on, <laughs> I, that's why I think you should choose, choose your friends wisely as our parents. Uh, it really depends. I think it can be easy when, if both of you make it easy or if you, you and your friends make it easy. You have to understand that the amount of time that you, maybe you had when you were in year one, it's not the same amount of time you have now. You're probably, somebody's probably like, doing courses working another person is pregnant like don't be petty you don't don't be the one that makes it hard for people to be friends with you and then say oh my god you've changed and and i I hear it a lot again i hear people say like oh my when my friend gets married when my when girls get married they just change i'm like no yeah the dynamics are different and you just have to understand that this is a different season of their life they're still your friend and they probably even need you more oh. in, in that period yeah. so don't ghost them and be like oh my god because i'm not married you yeah. changed also, some of them will say they're, they're single their married friends are ghosting them yeah I don't, but I don't even understand why you ghost your single friends because you're married like I don't do people know. actually do that do you guys do that they do. apparently i mean some cultures they do because the husband will say i don't want my wife around single girls because she will Jesus. lead that lead her astray but that's stupid Sorry. ah <laughs> oh god <laughs> 
anyway i think it's as easy or, or as hard as you make it yeah. um to make it easy to to navigate friendships i think you can put in some structures for, for, for instance me and my husband we have some friends who we just told ourselves oh yeah on the 28th of every month let's say we don't talk about anything in our lives 28th to you will meet in a physical location, we will eat food, and we will now start talking oh, about yes. everything in our lives. Both of you? Yeah, yeah, like us and both of them. Yes, okay. So four of us, yeah. we just meet and say, yeah, okay, 28. Yeah. Um, I, I think there was another friendship where we just used to pray together every Friday night, yeah. right? Because everybody's busy. So while we're praying, mm-hmm. when you raise your prayer point, I will at least know that, ah, this is happening in your life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So you, can, you guys can just devise structures and systems. Yeah. Don't tie things to your chest. Be more mature about yeah. things. Yeah. Forgive easier because there's no time and all of that. I think like you said, I mean, I love what you just said. But just to add to that, when you say there's no time, like we think about, I think about all the friendships that have potentially had so much potential, mm. but they have now faded away because of times and seasons. So because, you know, you were too busy doing this thing or you were thinking that they are too busy doing this thing yeah. or they, and then you've lost out on learning from them. You've lost mm-hmm. out from that relationship. And now you're just like, oh, and sometimes it's a bitterness envy and it did not even, it was, there was no need. Oh, sometimes the person actually just dies. Exactly. Do you understand? The person dies and you just, now you're spending your whole life regretting. So just think about it as there's really no time. Like take every day as we put a lot of energy into relation, lot romantic relationships. But our, especially as females, our sec- our friendships are secondary. I think we should make them more, you know, intentional. And this is me speaking to myself as well because Same. I'm very much in my yeah. corner all the time. Me too. Yeah, and I try to, especially with Pastor Boro, like I try I tend to be like you are even better than me. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. I mean, I'm trying to be more intentional. I, I do think that we have our faces. I do think that I have my time where I'm like, like on you, and then mm-hmm. you have your time where like, oh, let's see that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I think that yeah. Again, and that's also a very good example because I think that the energy will not always be the same. Just because that's what I, I wanted to see. Yeah, it's so. because we're going through different things. So I could be in a phase where I'm good, and then you're not in a phase that you're good. So I message you, mm-hmm. and then I'm not going to be thinking that ah. And then sometimes I'm like ah. She has not messaged me in all this time. Like, why are you even thinking that? Do you get? Like, why are you? You're literally just putting yourself. And I know that it's easy for us to be provoked, easily offended. Because we're just generally, we just like to be offended. But at the end of the day, when you think about it from a positive note, it's like, oh. Because the other day, I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, I'm not spoken to Pastor Warren in a while. Mm-hmm. But I didn't actually think about it from a negative like, perspective. Why has Pastor Warren not called me? Exactly. I didn't think about it from that perspective. I was just like, oh. I'm just gonna message her, mm. or you can just do the what we do, sending stuff, stupid stuff on Instagram. Exactly, <laughs> and that's your way of keeping in touch, yeah. right? So I think that it's just being able to access, access okay, this person is important to me. Mm. We may not be together, well, we might be together. Let's create, but let's create. I mean, your friends may have traveled, but they're still Skype. Mm. And I think people feel like you have to be talking to your friends every every day, day in order to me. No, you can be talking to them once a month. Mm. And but that is your understanding, and you remain friends for life. Like mm-hmm. you may have not even seen each other in years, but you guys are up to. I mean, you see the whole BFF yeah, thing, yeah. and you see people who are like they have not spoken, but they are still in contact. They've not seen each other in years, mm-hmm. but they're still in contact. So I think that that's something that it's it's possible. Yes, it is. Okay, and then just to round up, so how what would you advise a twenty-something struggling 
to make friends or keep friends so there again there's a lot of people who are in this boat where they say i don't have any friends i don't know how to keep friends i'm you know um and i know also in this situation we're also very similar yeah <laughs> where we also we're still struggling we're holding each other like be my friend yes. <laughs> stay I my friend <laughs> What, what in this experience that you have what would you say hmm. Hmm. i would say first of all check yourself hmm. check yourself are you, you the problem are you the problem am i the drama <laughs> exactly <laughs> and sometimes i've checked myself i'm like yeah but you didn't try because yeah. say consecutively seven times this person has been the one that reached, reached out, out to you yeah. of course they are going to at some point they'll be like okay Maybe. i didn't think she was she was doing this but like now yeah. i think she's not I mean, interested by the eighth time yeah, yeah or like, the 25th yeah. <laughs> exactly because they also have their own self-esteem yes, and all yes. of that so check if you are the problem if you're not yeah. keeping friends you may have some things that you need to work on as well yeah. check on people if you see something that reminds you about them don't procrastinate you yeah. know re- reach out yeah. i have someone i just finished your fellowship and so something i learned from her which i'm like i will totally be doing this she's she she likes me as a person and i think she wanted us to be friends and i really love her because she's so intelligent but she's indian and we barely talk but if she's reading something that correlates with anything i mentioned in class that i'm interested in so i've said like oh i'm interested in children's rights anytime she sees anything about children's rights she just sends it to me that oh, wow, oh i saw this and i thought about so you and every like she has by just doing that she's erased all the all time the yes yeah exactly and yeah. then i read it and i give her yeah. feedback I'm like thank you so much for yes. sending this to oh, me wow. and yesterday we we're talking because the fellowship ended and she was like i'm going to really try and keep in touch but just let me tell you that how i keep how i try to keep in touch is i just send people articles and yes. you know that and i learned that from that's like a love language yes yeah. <laughs> so Again, a platonic love language yeah, like just to specify know your friends love language in a way. platonic love language <laughs> your plat your friends platonic love language in a way as well like do some do some people some people is like you have to call me yeah. um don't text me yes don't yeah. text me some people is text me yeah don't yeah. call me yeah. or you no, like send me dresses that I, yeah. oh, I like dresses. Yes. Say, oh, this, talk, this this would have looked this yes. would look good on you. And it means That's so what, much. Yes, and yeah. the person like, oh, thinking about yeah. me. So just do something. So that's check yourself. Yeah. Secondly, is that you can't um can't force everybody to be your friend. Mm. <laughs> wow, yeah, you can't force everybody to be to be your friend. So when all is said and done, some people might not want to be your friend and that's fine don't move on it's okay and number three is try to just find people with like values like passions and strike up conversations with them sometimes shoot your shot i think it's easier than shooting shots with them yeah shoot friendship shots it's easy me, I think so. Some people have shot I, at me. And I, how do they do it? Tell me. I need to know because I, I feel like there's some people I want to shoot friendship shots at, but I don't know how. So, this thing Joyce taught me uh. there's um, someone that I, I admired from my fan. I was just like, I wish she was my friend. Yeah. And Joyce was like, so simple. So, I'm like, and she's a celeb. Okay. So, that was even worse. So you got a celeb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, well, I, I, I did not keep up. Okay. I, but PDR is now her friend. PDR took over. So you don't tell me. Don't I'll tell, tell you after. after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so PDR took over. And now he's he's very good at, um, at yeah. managing relationships. Yeah. But just was just like, oh, it's so simple. So you message the person, tell them what you love about their work, tell them that you admire them, but and they don't have any work. <laughs> what you love about them why do you want to be their friend i just want to be a friend because i like you <laughs> yeah, just like, in a platonic way i really like you 
Kevin platonically. I like you platonically. <laughs> it sounds it sounds really bad. <laughs> Do you <laughs> like me? Why? <laughs> yes or no? Why? Why? <laughs> but you can just DM the mansion. She was like, I should just say that. Oh, you know, I run this business called Girl. I'd like to send you some shirts. So you're okay. you're, you're starting off with like giving them a gift and say, Oh, whoa, can I have whoa, your number? Whoa, whoa. But what if they think that you're trying to take advantage of their fame? Ah. I've done my best. Okay, that's true. So, yeah, so I just did that. Like, overthinking. Like, oh my God, thank you so much. And she's like, Andres was like, because she has to, you have to give her number to this patriarchy, you get to automatically have a number. Yeah. So, like, then I messaged her, I was like, oh, have you got the gift on yeah. WhatsApp now? So, like, we moved from Instagram oh, to that's WhatsApp. So and mm. I think she's available to speak at any time. So, another person shot the shot, just messaged me, I was like, Hi, this is going to seem very weird, but I really like you and I want us to be friends. Oh, wow. Yes. And I was just are like... Are you guys still friends? Yes, we are. Oh, nice. Yes, we are. So I was I'll like, probably post a like, shoot your friendship shot. Today's your, your, shot. Today's your yes. chance. And if you... You know what? If you shoot a shot at someone and they're rude, that means they were never supposed to be exactly. your friends. You don't even want rude people to be your friends. Exactly. So, yeah. Even if they polite, like, they can politely tell you, oh my exactly. God, I have enough friends. <laughs> You you will cry for a few days, but it will be fine. Okay, exactly. Don't let that stop you. I mean, it would stop me, but don't let yeah. it stop you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, being a hypocrite. <laughs> don't let it stop you. But it might stop me. <laughs> but yeah, this has been so so insightful. I really really um had fun having this conversation. Um, Same. Thank you so much for being here. Do you have any final words on this topic? No, I just wanted to say that I love you, Lady T. I love you too. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being my friend. I literally, t- I literally told her today. I was like, thank you so much for being my friend. Thank you for what I appreciate you so much. You can knew that. I'm so thankful. Thank you. Don't leave me. Don't leave me ever. So don't leave me ever. I mean, it's funny because we're joking, but this is real and this yeah. is literally real. Like, I really value her and I know we value each other. Yeah. Like, I'm actually Absolutely. ready to carry her baby now. If the baby comes out, I'm yeah. ready. Yeah. We have all the tools. Come by 5 a.m. I know you for joy, so you went by 6. You have to be my. <laughs> I'm ready. If you accept me, I'm there. You are there. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Blooming Girls podcast, and I'm your host, Tony Sani. Chessie, Blooming Girl. See you next time.